we just want to give a big uh, shout out to our followers here on the uh, Anchor platform. Yeah, thank you so um, much for tuning in and like being a part it, of this. It's and... been it's been a while since we put out an episode, just because I feel like we, you know, there, there, uh, there was there was a problem with yeah, Anchor's there was, uh, thing m- where we couldn't add mu- music to the yeah. Spotify. I was really sad. Retrograde, but... you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mercury and retrograde. Mercury, yeah, Mercury is retrograde, you know. Yeah, everything so, was just kind of messed up. Like we weren't able to upload any of the tracks onto the episode, so we felt like it wasn't worth putting out if we couldn't share like music with music. It. That's with what the, we're about, you know. Right, right. We yeah. want to show so, the artists. Everything. Things happen the way that they're supposed to happen, right? And I feel like now we're kind of out of that retrograde. I think. Yeah. Um. So. But we want to focus on the quality of each episode, so we don't want to just like pump out a bunch of mm-hmm. like. Even though we really do like just record raw audio it's funny it's just when we're just thinking out loud we we record into the into the podcast yeah like no we've just been on our grind like what like last week tell them what happened like i shot nine times in seven days like nine different projects that's insane nine different clients like how how does that happen how did that happen you just allowed it to you know I don't know, like, did, did I overbook myself? Like, I no. didn't, know. like, and, everything lined up. Yep, and then now you're just completing everything, and it's lining up to your freaking trip to Cambodia. Yes, I'm yes. flying out in, in a few days, and I'm honestly really scared, nervous, excited, um, happy, happen, that, I'm, I'm happy excited that I'm traveling. You. Yeah, like, you know, the last time that I traveled was uh, to Japan, and, you know, Japan and Cambodia are almost polar opposites of like countries so i don't know what to expect and i'm kind of just leaving the universe to kind of just show show me the way you know like i know it's going to be very life-changing for me for sure for sure for sure it's going to be life-changing um and you know i'll definitely come back a different person but i think it'll be for like the better yeah i'm excited for you man yeah so Enjoy our enjoy, episode. Enjoy and, the uh, episode. Enjoy yep. the music. Mm-hmm. Um, we put in new tracks. I uh, hope you guys have been following it. I know we haven't been blasting it on their anchor, but yeah, we, yeah. We, we'll, we leave the link in the segment, and then you can follow it and just keep up with it and tune in. Thanks, guys. All right, we're recording. Mission: <laughs> Get Earl and Calvin into Coachella. <laughs> Talk about a little about what's going on right now, man. Why, yeah. why are we here on a, on Sunday, uh, day three, you know, weekend two? I mean, we left this day open. We just wanted like a day to just like do something. So I okay. found some tickets on Craigslist, but I got scammed. I know. Sometimes so, shit doesn't work out the way that it works out. Yeah, you know, but but what's crazy what is we actually ran into a couple of friends. Yeah. By chance. And we're gonna try to do a little wristband <laughs> swap. Finesse our ways in right now. We'll yeah. see what happens. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about how Calvin and I successfully got into Coachella this past Sunday. So we drove out to Palm Springs or Indio uh, with absolutely no plan of as to how. Uh, we're gonna get in. I mean, we did have a plan, but it, it ended up uh, not working out the way it planned, and uh, Calvin unfortunately got scammed uh, out of some money. But you know what? Instead of giving up and getting mad, we decided to 
let that shit go and figure out another way. Um, so we, I drop him off at the uh, Uber and Lyft drop off for him to go meet the guy and um, get the wristbands. And I said, hey, keep me posted if anything. So I drop him off. He he gets in contact with the guy. I, I drive I, I drive away. I'm I'm hanging out. I'm just waiting. And Cal, I get a call from Calvin maybe 10 to 15 minutes after. He goes, hey, um, can you pick me up? We're going to have to figure this out. Um, I think I got scammed. And so I already, like, I had a weird feeling in my in my gut and in my heart that this situation was already shady and that guy was shady. It just felt, it just didn't feel right. So uh, I pick him up and the craziest thing happened because I did not expect to see, to see friends there or to, you know, out of all places, out of, out of, out of all places I could have seen, um, my friends, they, uh, they were there. Shout out to, um, Peter Lee, uh, from the Feel Good Collective and, uh, Quinn, uh, from Academy of DJs. Um, yeah, I, I ran into them and they were with a couple of friends and they, they, they had asked me, Hey man, um, is there any way that you can drop us off, uh, at another parking lot at the VIP parking lot? Um, and so, yeah, we, we, you know, we agreed. We, they, they hopped into the car. It was cool. We, we, we met, um, their friends and everybody was in good spirits and we we uh proceeded to drive from the from the lift drop off to the VIP parking on the yellow path uh, of Coachella um and it it gave us like oh my gosh the traffic was crazy like i can't even d- begin to describe like people were getting frustrated it was almost i want to say like an hour and a half to 2 hours like in traffic just on on 49th avenue and Monroe and and all of those streets surrounding the uh, the polo fields, complete chaos, complete chaos. Uh, so it gave us time to think. You know, um, we we were trying to plan our next move. I had posted on to Facebook, uh, you know, kind of like a public service a service announcement or like a call for help almost, like. Looking for two Coachella wristbands, you know, cash in hand, like at the venue already, you know, and then hashtag YOLO, hashtag you only live once. Completely, completely random. And and this isn't the first time that this thing has been done. I, you know, many friends of ours have done this in the past um, and have gone to Coachella for free, you know, sometimes or for very little. Um, so I, I start getting notifications on my Facebook. It's blowing up. Hang out by the exit. Hang out by the exit. I, I bought I bought this many bands in in fifteen minutes. Like you're good, you know. Like like you you guys will find something. And and you know right right then and there it, it was like I knew I knew we were gonna get in. I knew somehow some way we were gonna get into this festival. Um and you know we were gonna figure it out. It, it, you know and so we drop off our friends at the VIP parking lot. We I had arranged. Uh, for a possible wristband swap with them Uh, but in the heat of the moment because it's 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 Coachella it's crazy there's chaos everywhere it's the last day you know 
reception is shit out there absolutely shit so your communications are down your communications are limited what do you do so i got another plan in motion i i i had another friend comment on my facebook post saying call me so i i i called this other friend and he had arranged for for me for another wristband an extra wristband for me to buy and so he he and another friend of ours was headed to the venue and i was to meet them there at the venue to 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 buy the wristband and i can get in but it was only one i needed two so uh, the plan was there was two plans there was uh a we wait for our friends that we dropped off at VIP to wristband swap with us. Or if that fails, meet up with the other set of friends and buy one wristband and wristband swap with Calvin. So there was two plans in motion already. Just in case. For whatever might arise, there was two plans. Um, and all of this was going, what was put in motion just by communicating with our phones, with through the internet, through DMs, through Facebook, through text. Um, and so the the my other friends who were who who happened to be at the the blue path, which the blue path or, or general day parking was on the other side of the polo field. We were at VIP parking. And if you know anything about Coachella or that area, it's huge. It's huge. Like the distance, like the, the VIP parking lot and the general day parking lot might as well be two different cities, you know, two different counties, because there was no way in hell that you were walking over there. They restricted pedestrian access on Monroe Street. And, you know, there was absolutely no way unless you left your car, unless you left with your car and left the parking spot. Which, by the way, was still crazy traffic. If we left the parking lot, it would have been done. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have find, found uh, parking in time, and it would have been the end of the event already. So we decided, okay, um, what's our situation right now? We should try to get to the exit so that we can buy wristbands off of people who are leaving. Uh, this year at Coachella, they decided to do, they decided to set up in between the parking lots and the wristband scan where they scan you in they decided to set up another kind of midpoint like a checkpoint where they check your wristbands to make sure that no one's trying to sneak in or no one's trying to wristband swap they really you know i really have to commend them they they bolstered security and it was really really good um so we d we decided to we decided to walk down the yellow path towards as far as we can go um and we're walking we're trying to figure out you know like the plan and there's these two security guards and they're yelling wristbands let me see your wristbands make sure you have your wristbands on and we didn't have wristbands obviously so right away i knew oh man we're our time is limited we're gonna get caught oh man uh, like we're like let's see how far we can get let's see how far we can get we're walking and security guard goes hey boss and i look over to calvin and he's just walking straight 
doesn't look at me. He's just walking straight. So I said, okay, let's walk straight. Let's keep walking. Keep walking. Hey, boss. Didn't look. Didn't look. Just keep walking. Just keep walking. He comes up right behind us, puts his arm around us, and goes, where y'all going? And he looks at our wristbands, and I play dumb. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. Uh, oh, this isn't where Blue Path is? We're trying to get to Blue Path. I didn't know how far Blue Path was, so... You know, they know the venue more than I do, and they probably they, they called me on my BS. Like, Blue Path is miles from here. You're on Yellow Path. So he, he told me, you're on Yellow Path right now. And he, he knew that we were... I mean, it looked... From the outside, it looked like we were trying to sneak in. But we, we legit had cash in hand, and we wanted to buy wristbands. That's all. We just got caught in that middle road uh, where they can potentially, you know catch you and and see you without a wristband and and escort you off so you know i ask him politely and respectfully hey is there any way that i can get to blue path from here i'm meeting someone to buy a wristband from them and they want me to go to blue path so i i need to go to blue path like you know hey what's the worst that can happen you know he lets me walk or he doesn't let me walk so he didn't let me walk so we walked we walked back to the vip parking uh the yellow parking lot and uh, I look back, and he's not following us. Okay, cool. Let's go back to... We went back to Calvin's car and kind of just regrouped ourselves, kind of thought about what, you know, what the situation is. We laid out, like, how far we can go, where we got caught. Um, and so we came up with another plan. We said, okay, let's just... Let's, let's try to walk again. But wait. Calvin noticed that uh, people were being uh, shuttled uh, from the parking lot all the way to um, down the path, the the yellow path entrance. So it's exactly the same place where we got caught. That's the thing. So we we decided, okay, they're not checking wristbands. Let's see how far we can get on those bike things. So the way it works is you're at Coachella and people are getting ferried and you can pay a small fee. Uh, to not have to walk all the way from the parking lot area to the entrance where you scan your wristband, you can you, you know you can have that convenience. So that's what we did. We 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 paid um, the the guys. We hopped onto the bike and and we got on and and we were we were almost trying to infiltrate the or go past the security that that caught us the checkpoint. Um, and it was honestly some like Mission Impossible stuff. It was crazy. It was really fun. Uh, so we, we got on the back of the bike. And the roads are so rough that I'm bouncing around. I almost dropped my phone, my wallet. Like I had my, I had my Yashica on me. And I was so scared to like drop it. Because there was no way in hell that they were going to stop the bike. And like, you know, whatever. We're going fast. They're booking it. So they drop us off at the spot. And I notice, shit, this is the same spot we got caught at. So we, we walk and and we get further this time we get way further than we did uh so we're walking we're walking and we're trying to blend into the crowd trying not to get caught like oh this this is so nerve-wracking and for me i have really bad anxiety when i'm you know when i'm in situations like that um and so we eventually walk down the whole path and we see this this checkpoint where there where you actually have to scan your wristband in and there's there's four or five security that are posted right there and i said shit 
there's no way that we're getting past that. Like, that's a barrier, and we can't pass that. We have no wristband. So we're stuck. We're, we're maybe, I want to say we're maybe 50 or 60 feet away from the entrance uh, because we didn't want to we didn't want to get caught without any wristband so we're hanging out and what i noticed is that there were there were uh several people that were doing the same thing that we were i was checking everyone's wrist i was being really observant checking everyone's checking everyone's wrist that was hanging hanging around where we were hanging around and you could see people without wristbands and people trying to finesse their way and trying to talk to people hey are you leaving the festival can i buy your wristband you know can i have your wristband for free right so i'm scared that we're gonna get caught you know security's gonna roll up on us and say like hey what are you guys doing so we hang out we're figuring it out we see uh i see a group of uh four guys and they're exiting the festival and there was this one guy uh another guy who was trying to get wristbands for free hey are you guys selling your wristbands and the guy goes, it's 60. And the guy tries to reason and BS him, tried to trying to get it for free. And this group was not having it. They were like, no, 60, sorry. And then they leave. And so I saw my opportunity right there. By being observant, I saw my opportunity. Hey, he said 60. That's way cheaper than we had budgeted for the day. Because we had budgeted 100, 150 uh, for a wristband. 60 bucks? Yeah, I'll take it. So I run up to him. Hey, are you selling your wristband? Yes, it's 60. Okay, I'll take it. Do you have two? Yeah, two. Cool. So I motion to Calvin. Hey, come here, dude. And we decide, uh, we, we, we pay the guys and we eventually get their wristbands. Uh, it was really funny because um, they, they, they were, let's just say, heavier set. Uh, than than most individuals and um, they didn't want to break the wristband so they wanted us to kind of you know get the wristband from their wrists and it was oh man it was so funny because all we wanted to do was get into the festival and we were trying our hardest to just finesse the the wristband off of their wrist and not break the wristband like because if it broke it's we're, we're shit out of luck you know what I mean like that's that so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I took a photo of their group because they saved our our drive and our our spontaneous trip, and I wanted to remember them. So, I took a photo. They were nice about it. They 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 appreciated us for for wanting to pay and not and not be cheap and and whatnot. And so we secure the wristbands and we scan in, and it scans green. We're good. And we walk through. We go through bag check. We go through the metal detector. And bam, we're in. And I just laugh at Kelvin. I just laugh. And I'm like, man, we're, we actually really did this. Like, by being resourceful, by allowing things to happen, by being observant, um, by not uh, talking negatively or bad, or saying, oh, man, our trip is ruined. We drove out here for nothing. No, we didn't say any of that. We, Man, we, we, we just looked at the current situation in front of us and went with the flow and did what we could. And the two groups that I had in motion to get wristbands from, they ended up not uh, working out. 
you know, I, I, I couldn't meet up. I, I, there was no way that I could have gotten to the blue path from the yellow path at all. They closed it off. There was no way that uh, our friends that we dropped off at VIP, there was no way that they were going to, uh, you know, get two wristbands for us and then wa- have someone walk out, exit the festival essentially, and then hand it, uh, hand it over to us. There was no way. It's too chaotic of an event. Comms are, comms are limited. You know, what do you do? You know, both, the, both of those plans fell. And by being observant and reacting to situations that happen in front of me, capitalizing on situations that are happening in front of me, we, we made it happen and we got, we got wristbands. And we had a great time. It was, it was great. We, we, we got to listen to all of the music that we've been wanting to listen to at the Do Lab, at, U, at the Yuma Tent, you know, everything. And, you know, I think it's a, it's a good lesson in just being resourceful and also adapting on the fly. I think that's the biggest thing. For people who are not receptive to change or who aren't flexible, who aren't, who aren't able to, you know, roll with the punches and, and, and bend with the wind, you know, a lot of them, they, they end up not getting what they, what they envision. But if you allow the universe to, to present opportunities to you, you can, you'll see a whole new world. And that's how we got into Coachella. Hope you enjoyed that. When you come from a place of love, like genuine love and gratitude for your life and whatever you're experiencing, a whole new world opens up. And I think the hardest thing that, that like one of the hardest things to get through people's heads is that literally it's, it's all in your mind, all of this. You know, people worry about the future. People are uncertain, right? And it's and it's okay to have those fears. You know, they're they're legitimate fears. But um, a lot of what we can, a lot of what we do to ourselves when we when we talk bad or talk negative or talk down to ourselves, it it ends up hurting us way more than it should. You know, situations become more stressful than they than they really you know could turn out to be you know it's all your perception of it it's all on how you see it you could you know you have you you might have one person see things in a completely different light where you know they're coming from a place of scarcity and fear you know i'm never going to ha- i'm never going to have this I'm not going to have enough of this. I need more of this. Scarcity. It's it's the one of the the most negative kind of kind of mindsets that you can put yourself in is a mindset of scarcity and fear. When you come from a place of genuine love and gratitude for whatever it is you're experiencing in your life, things just seem to magically like line up for 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 people. For me at least. I mean I can't, I can't attest to anybody else's experience, you know, I'm, I, you, know you, you take what I'm saying with a grain of salt and, and create your own interpretation of it, but I'm speaking from my experience and ever since I started 
living my life with gratitude and love and and you know um, being selfless instead of selfish the whole a whole new world opened up for me and I honestly can't think the universe or God or source or infinity whatever you want to call it I can't thank that that higher power enough for providing mm-hmm. like it's amazing like talking uh, I don't know just seeing like everyone change their profile pictures and like people are engaging with it like you see like 100 200 likes on like each of the pictures and like my email actually starts filling up. Yeah. Like, it says, oh, yeah, like, I or saw your pictures. The, the, or, like, DM, the DMs yeah. start coming yeah. in. Like, just opportunities start coming in, you it's know? It's interesting. Like, just, like, doing... Also, like, like collaboration and free work. Like, creating those... People don't realize that that's actually a that really taps into, great... Like, like the cross pollination between two audiences or yeah. the two different people's, like, it's not networks. Sh- it's not shooting for free just the sake of shooting yeah. for free. Like... There's a certain value yeah. that you see in 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 working with mm-hmm. a like this person. Yeah. Like, hey, it's just seeing the opportunity. In there. Yeah, seeing the opportunity. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna barter or yeah. not barter. Offer my like, skills. Offer my skills. Yeah. Like in, in exchange for like you know like your modeling and like your look and like right being being a part of this project you know and like yeah market ourselves and like I don't know it's it's amazing it's also I just got published online on a Six and Stones magazine and I got I started getting followers like that were stylists and like other like small magazines and everything I was like oh my god like people actually see my work and like find me and like follow me and like start engaging with me like it's it's crazy that's wild yeah you're attracting the right people you know just by sending my right thoughts audience. on that, you know, my, my, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's been, like, all the memories I've been uploading to my story, you know, like, mm-hmm. just kind of the date, the location. Yeah, I love that. You know? It's just documenting. Just life happening, mm-hmm. like, in front of me. And through documentation, you're creating, too. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. I, I feel like I'm... Like shifting, dude. My, us as photographers, we're fucking time lords. Think about it. <laughs> That's crazy. Like having our stream of consciousness, yeah. It's... Because sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Or like, people are like. But it's interesting to record things we talk about and like kind of pour over. Because in a way, like, we, we can, like, look over it again and, like, think about it and reflect on, like, the things we mentioned. Yeah. Or, like, dig deeper into that. And just, like, having that record, like, is awesome because you can, like, re- reflect back on past ideas and ways of thought. Mm-hmm. Imagine you, you can back. You can almost, you can almost revisit yeah. a stream of yeah. your thinking yeah. if you think about mm-hmm. it. Because right now we're thinking... Dude, we're, we're just it's like fucking Harry Potter yeah like how like you have like that fountain of uh-huh. dreams and you go into it like we just have that on our phone recorded like, through audio memories. and we can yeah. we can tap into that, tap into on, that. On, on a and car ride it. right and share and it like, to people yeah. and people can jump almost figuratively jump into our memories memories and, and, and 
streams of consciousness. That is some trippy shit yeah. right there. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> <laughs>